Welcome back to the pod, boys. It's been a... Uh, you may have missed my voice, given the fact that I didn't do a super pod this week, but we're back. We're back. Had some mental relaxation at the foot of the mounds, and now we're good to go. How are we doing, bro? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, I'm sure the boys don't miss my voice, because I got my super pod out very late. I apologize for that, boys. I think I posted it Sunday after our... Slacker, bro. Podcast. Slacker. Slacker? Yeah, slacker. At least I did one. Okay, great. We need to get that draft up, too. Yeah. That graphic, that reminded me. Anyway, what's good? What's good, lads and ladies? We are back with another Teamless Tuesday pod, or Wednesday. Normally, when it drops, we've got to start with some news. Um... Yeah, but first and foremost, I do want to say thank you to all the support uh, over all the super pods and with the new content that we're um, that we're releasing. Um, your support means a lot to us, helping us grow, and it's only up from here. So you guys just keep letting us know, keep giving us your thoughts, and um, we're going to keep improving for you guys. So let's roll. Let's roll into this news. Well, this affected you more so than me because obviously your team. Ended up on the wrong side of this, but um, bunker this week. Not even just the bunker. Yeah, referees say, in not general. Just the bunker. Run we have up. a few points. Run us through. At least it's our right. game. <clears throat> so we, I, I, should we go through every game from last round? And I'll I'll pinpoint you a Let's refereeing go. decision Let's get it that up. was horrendous. All right. Game number one, Roosters versus Manly. The Sipley Simbin. Horrible. Horrible. The Roosters have 15 penalties registered in that game to Manly six. They received a warning and c- continued to give away penalties with no no consequence, no Simbin, nothing. But as soon as Sipley is too slow on the ruck inside his own 40, it's a Simbin. 15-6 penalty count. Too many penalties. Sipley's gone to the bin. Oh, inside the Roosters 40, sorry, I should say. Yeah, uh, that was just a joke. I believe that was Klein. That was Klein. Yep. Yeah, that was horrible. Um, another call, uh, Nathan Brown send-off. I mean, people have their different views on it. You obviously don't think it was a send-off? Oh, I, I don't think it was send-off worthy. I've always just grown up watching NRL send-off is the worst of the worst. Yeah. Like, you see these guys getting sent-off and then they get one or two weeks. Yeah, I don't, I, very I don't understand system. that. For me, it was just contact to the head with the shoulder and he left the ground. So it was careless, it was reckless, high. They kind of had everything for a send-off. I that agree. That was my opinion. But my, my other point is, and I was talking to you about this earlier, mm-hmm. is if it's forceful contact to the head, yeah, Burba should yeah. have to yeah, go Yeah, off. yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that, but that's, again, that's not... And ref- that's it, actually not the referee's decision. Yeah, and I I don't think he was concussed. Like he's no, playing fine, wasn't stumbling anywhere. I, yeah, I I, I, yeah, I, I no, wouldn't I say know. it was play on, but probably a Simbin. Yeah, okay. And then obviously we had the Cola yep. incident where it looks as though Tupo takes him out. I'm not going to say for sure he did it on purpose. It definitely looked purposeful. Yeah, but. Again, no sin bin, not even a penalty. A penalty yep. would have sufficed a, for me, I think. A few people saying, oh, Kohler kicked it out anyway. It didn't but matter. He didn't have an opportunity to get the ball. And also, Tupo tackling him affected the kick massively. Well, yeah, exactly. So. Well, I think a penalty would have sufficed. I'm not sure about a sin bin on that. Okay. I think 
Because because the ball where the kick was going is a bit contentious. Yep. I think it's a penalty, but all right. So that's game one. Yep. Next I would, game. I wouldn't go as far as to say Manly was robbed in that game. No. By the way, as a Manly fan, I think we were just atrocious. But it's just again just pointing well, out inconsistencies in the the, uh, the scoreline. Definitely flatters Manly a little bit. Yeah, hundred percent. All right. I agree. Warriors Titans. <sighs> Fodawaka send off. Definitely not. Probably the worst send off I've seen all season. Didn't he get one week? Something like that. Something, like, but it just wasn't. Like yes, Chance. He's he looked very in a very bad shape, right? And I hope he's okay. I hope he's good, which I assume he is. But that's not a send off. It's not a. That's not a send off. The, the outcome of what happens can't be what we're going off. Yeah, like stuff's gonna happen. That, that that's. You hear people say it all the time. Like it's it's a physical sport. It's tough. It's hard. It's contact. People are gonna get hurt. People are gonna get knocked out. People are gonna get injured. That was never a send off. Yeah. Never right. ever ever a send off. I thought that was really poor. The other one decision in that game was uh, a certain try from Jaden Campbell, where it was pretty evident that Aaron Shop knocked the ball on in yeah. the contest for the kick. So. They missed that, and uh, the send-off was horrible. Yeah. But the Titans did well to hang in that game, to be honest. Yeah, I know. 12 minutes for pretty yeah. much the whole game. I thought the Warriors were going to batter him. I know Nickel Klockstadt missed the rest of the game, but... Like, yeah. Still. They did really well. They did really uh, well. Penrith versus Melbourne. <laughs> I think he, they got through that. Yeah, I think that was well. fine. That was fine. Broncos versus Cowboys. Honestly, think I'm happy with that again. Well. But that scorpion tackle that they're talking about. Oh yeah, was there any penalty blame for that? I don't think so. Yeah, well, I, I'm not going to say that's has a it ref- ever happened before. No, I don't think so. Because I was looking at Daily Telegraph and that, and they were like, "Oh, the scary new." Yeah, new well, I don't technique. know. I'm I don't like, know. I'm pretty sure just, he just got put in an awkward position. Yeah, that's just more of an incident for me. I don't think that is. I understand. Um, and there's three blokes in a tackle. Something is. Gonna go wrong at some point. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. So I don't think it was that bad. Uh, there, I'm, I think there was a Symbian in this game. You know, mm. or am I tripping? Let me go to the stats. Did you play? No, evidently not. Uh on to the next one. Knights first Dolphins. There was one. There was a. Uh, was it Adam Elliott that was Symbian? Mm-hmm. For a hip drop? Definitely. Was that a hip drop? <laughs> By no, the definition they've given because us, no. he was chasing Asako down, and I don't know if you've ever seen a forward chase someone, but they're slow. So he's dived for Asako around the legs, the only place he could get him. And unfortunately, the way Asako's running, he's just momentum's just pulled him under Asako's legs. That was never a Simbin, never on report. Agree. Ever. Agree. And this just comes back to the thing where the outcome is just dictating. Exactly. But dictating they, to exactly be fair, they did happened. blow a penalty straight away. But Sarko did. Ah. Like, he could have been hurt. That's fine. Yeah. I'm not saying he's diving, but I just don't think that was a simbin at all. Yep. Agree. Sharks versus South. I didn't actually catch it. I didn't watch that game. I think the refereeing uh, was pretty good overall. Okay. Actually, the Sharks first try. Yep. Sifatalakai's pass was very suspect. Okay. But 
I guess on the on the move, it wasn't as forward as some of the other games we're going to get to, but <laughs> but I think it definitely was forward. I think a few a few there, there was a few knock on calls, but you know you take them on the run. It's, yeah. it's just when it's so obvious one, or if it goes to the bunker and they still manage to get it wrong, that's yeah. when you get like riled up over it. Yeah, so, no, I agree with you. Parramatta versus the, Sunday. Oh. Sunday, we hit Sunday. This was the worst time. Parramatta versus the Dragons. Ah, uh, well, there's a few, wasn't there? Um, we've obviously got the Lomax head slam. Some people calling him a grub. Other people are like, how is that even a penalty? Um, I'm of the opinion that it's not even a penalty. I think that was just yep. a good tackle. Um, and then obviously the Gutho strip. Now, I want to hear your thoughts whether that's a strip or not. Mate, I'm I'm so conflicted on it. Yes, I every time every I, time I look at it, I have a different opinion. Yeah. Every t- one time I look at it, I'm like, that just looks like a desperation tackle. And the next time I look at it, it's like he's definitely raking that out. I yep. just I can't. I just you know what? But they normally rule in favor of the attacker on those type of decisions. Yes, they do. So that's where the inconsistency lies. With the NRL confirmed, it was a strip. So I mean, we can't really. Go against what they're saying, but then again, they've given us I, another. They've given just, us two I decisions. Don't I don't know. I just yeah, I can't. I couldn't tell you, but because there is a raking action, but it's also because he's falling off the tackle. Yeah. But he doesn't need to have his hand on the ball there. I don't think. Yep. So I think I am but leaning you're, towards you're right. Every every single time, they rule in favor of the attack. I watch it. I'm like, far out. Is that a strip? I I, I can't tell. Hmm. Yeah, it gets more confusing every time I say it. But my thing with that is, if you watch the replay through, I'm pretty sure Little's hand comes down after the strip and actually makes contact with the ball. Okay. I'm, which means it's a knock on, because he comes yep. down with his hand and knocks. It. I'm well, pretty so sure. I was so watching it at a distance, but I'm pretty so sure. Gutho, so you're saying you think Gutho stripped it back and then Little knocks it on? I think Gutho stripped it, right? And as Little's tried to regain it, his hands come down. It's actually made contact with the ball. So, so Gutho stripped so it. So Gutho strips it, goes backwards. Then so little. Gutho strips it, but as the ball's still in air, right? So Gutho strips it, comes loose. As he goes to regain it, I'm pretty sure his arm comes down, actually like makes slight contact with the ball. Yeah, because that's what I was saying to Dad. I was like, I don't know. I just think he's knocked it on. Yeah, that's fair enough. But I might be wrong. I might have just been saying stuff. Um, can I can I just yeah. go back? I remember one in the Manly Roosters game, and it's oh, not yeah. necessarily an inconsistency, but it's almost the oh, worst is this the cola one? Yeah, so it's most horrendous rule, rule in this sport, the most horrendous rule in this sport. So How can you can I, you say he's attacking the ball there? I forget who he was going to tackle. I believe it was Tedesco. Yeah, but I, I think I, you're don't right. quote me on that. Cole's chasing down Tedesco from behind. He like dives to tackle him. His hand hits the ball on the way through. That's just that should just be a loose carry. It is. It's supposed to be. And there was another one where they but passed saying, it. They passed it. He's gone in for a tackle. His arms swung around to wrap around the guy. Yeah. And the ball's made contact with him. But you're supposed to hit the ball. That's what, that's I, what okay, I'm saying. I, I completely understand if, say, you know the play when... They go and they've got an overlap, center passes to a winger, and the winger knocks it down, 
right? Yeah, that's because, that's a knock on because that, the ball has left the centre's hand and the wingers hit it mid air. Yeah, but that's but quite obviously a knock, a knock on on someone when you can't call a knock on against a defensive player. Here we go. If he's here we go. Here we go. Here we go. With the ball. Cola make this is what you said to me. Yep. Cola making a tackle hits Tedesco, hitting his arm, hits the ball. Literally as you do in a tackle, knock on Cola. And I, I was like, it happens every game. Worst rule. Makes no sense. But it in the tackle, I get I get if the ball's in the air and the guy knocks it down and he's coming across to try and make a tackle. Mm. But if the player still has the ball and you make a tackle, you're supposed to wrap up he's the He's not ball. playing at the ball. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst rule. It is what like it is the worst rule. It's either a or a loose carry. It is the worst rule, because even even the ones I don't know magically. It just started. But even when you see, they're like doing the quick hands, right? Tap ons, tap ons. Someone taps the ball on, but the center jams in and hits the guy who's tapping the ball on. If his arm makes contact with the ball, he's not playing at the ball. He's trying to tackle the man. So you know what I'm saying? See, but so I understand that a little bit more if because the center's passing it. Yeah, but that doesn't Whereas matter. With like Kohler and Tedesco, Tedesco was just running with the ball. I know, but again, with this other rule too, like because I'm jamming in and making a tackle, just because the guy passes the ball and I make a tackle and make contact with the ball, I'm not playing the ball. I'm playing at the man. Yeah. Right. So penalize me for a late tackle if you want, but that's not a knock on. Yeah. Because if he's not wrapping with his arm, it's a shoulder charge. Yeah, I agree with so you. So how like what's he supposed to do with that arm? Is it just supposed to disappear? Because now players can literally just throw it into the hand. Yeah, well that's what they're doing with strips now. Like I saw Schuster, some bloke had his arm around the ball and Schuster just fell off the ball. Or some like yeah, someone yeah, in the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. And know, he just fell exa- off. I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's like the uh, was it Radley or whoever had the ball? It, like, it was done by Radley because there was two in the tackle. It was Radley, wasn't it? It yeah. was Radley. So, but Rad- that wasn't—he didn't even strip the ball. Like he didn't have. He was have trying any- to though. I know, but you see that in and every Schuster, tackle. Schuster just let it go. Schuster just went. Okay, I'll drop my hand. Strip. Yep. That, exactly. That's not a strip and we, and though. We got the penalty. Yeah, I know, but that's after, not a- after, and it wasn't Schuster's fault. We had two lead runners just just run in front of him. So he oh, ran that was horrible. Two guys. I saw that. So well, a lead runner went through Schuster. Mm. Didn't hit him. So Schuster ran behind, surrendered. No one came to tackle him, so he kept running again. Yeah. And then the exact same thing happened. So he surrendered again. The ref pulled penalty. And then and then that's when Radley came in to strip it because they were like, all right, well, he's surrendering. Yeah. And Radley stripped it. It's just to just let him have just it. Wa- but he just walked the other way. And he just- we, got, we got the penalty from it. I know, but I remember I saw it. And Schuster just started walking the other way. I was like, how does Bradley go the ball? <laughs> but yeah, I just, I remember that quite clearly. Just yeah, being he, like, he let it go very Just easily. being like, did Bradley even strip the ball? And they showed the replay and like, he's kind of locking the ball up, but there's no yeah. action to like really it's rip it out. It's almost as bad as, do you remember a few years ago? I think it was 2020 or maybe 2021 when dummy halves, like if there was a ta- yeah. player that missed the tackle and was behind play. Yeah. They would just throw it into him and get a penalty for offside. That was so bad. Re- that was so stupid, bro. But but the, the the best one was when the marker wasn't square and they just used to run straight into the marker, right? Yeah. That's a penalty. But now they don't even call it. It's like, no, nah, play on. I think that's fair enough as long as the marker doesn't tackle them. Yeah, but they but the but then the marker is actually obstructing them. Because where they're standing from but, marker but is the, obstructing them. But the thing is, 
Lamarca can't always get square, so it's his job to stay out of the play if he's not square. I know, but it's... Whereas if the hooker just picks the ball up, notices that he's like one step to the side, is not back yet, and runs into him... But to me, that's, that's just smart. That, to me, that's just like... It's still smart. Understanding he, the, the, the play. The guy can't tackle him. He's kind of using him as yeah. like a but shield. But the one I'm talking about is they run out of dummy half about five metres. They run into the bloke and he'll like grab him and they don't call anything. Oh, okay. Like when they don't touch him, they, it's play on because it's like... Yeah, you I have, don't... I don't... You have the opportunity to run around him. I guess it happens to Appy all the time. I it's haven't seen... It must be a Tiger thing. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen... What, what you mean then? Oh, I'd have to pull up a replay. But I'm pretty sure I saw it against South. Yep. Um, t- speaking of Tigers, <sighs> let's let's go let's go through this game. So the first try comes off an Embraer Gula poking through the line, quick play of the ball. Right. Mm-hmm. Zach Wolford's pass at a dummy half was, I kid you not, this is not an exaggeration. Was about four meters forward. <laughs> It is not an exagger. I am not exaggerating because of my team. It was seriously almost four meters forward. <laughs> this is the first try. Yes. Yeah. It was the play before the try. Sure, but call it because if that doesn't happen, Emre Gula doesn't poke his head through the line, get a quick play the ball, and score. Yep. Right. Then, the second try was. Oh, by the way, that first try as well, that kick from Fogarty, that bounced back over Buller's head, that's only bounce, a bounce could only happen in the Tigers. Second try was Hudson Young, I believe. Yeah, Hudson Young, yeah, I think it was. That was That was fine. Enough. That was yep. fine. That was a good try. The Nofaluma Staines try, that was fine. That was just against a run of play. Um, so then it's 10-6. And then we get to... The Jack White and Seb Chris touchdown, which went undercalled by a touch judge who was standing right in line with the play. Jack White threw the ball out of his hands forward. He was doing it all game, by the way. He was throwing forward passes all game, him and Wolford. But he throws the ball forward. Then Hudson Young taps it on forward. And he, so it travels about three metres forward. Yeah. Then Chris picks it up, runs like the foot. Nah, all good. Nah, all good. mate. The touch you got distracted. It must have been because Wine was getting tackled. But I, I, bro, Hudson Young, unless I'm dreaming, touched that ball too, with that tip on. But can't they, can't they rule on that because it's a tip on, and therefore they can call it a knock on? Nah, it's attempted pass. Of course, it's attempted pass. The NRL doesn't want to make Ricky mad for starters. They don't want to make Ricky mad, but. Here we See, go. I beg to differ. I'd argue they do because then he sprays them and then they get to find him. No. And they make money. But it's bad for the game. It's bad for the referee. Look at the refs. So they give him all the calls and Ricky says, yeah, great game. Refs, refs, awesome. Okay, let's keep going then. Let's keep going. Okay, so Brooks has tried. People are saying he might have been offside. I don't think so. I think that was a... Wait, oh, okay. If, um, I really don't... By the way, yeah. back to Shark South, Ilias, offside by a mile. When he scored his try. I don't even remember it. Was All it right. was he in the defensive line? No, no, no. For South's try. AJ went down the sideline. Oh, I do in, remember that. Kicked it back in. <laughs> Ilias was like three metres offside at least. Play on. Yeah, the Tigers let him go. Anyway. So, yeah. There's another hell. So, we basically got one in every single game. Okay. Back to the Tigers. Luke Brooks being offside contentious. If you want to call offside, fine. If you don't, 
fine. I think it's pretty simultaneous. Yep. I think it's pretty simultaneous. But what I was saying to one of my mates this morning is that it's not like he he was offside to an advantage. Yes, he was offside. Yes, I know that's the rule, right? I know that's the rule. And it should be called offside if he is. Mm-hmm. But but he still had to beat four or five blokes to that ball. Like, it's not like he put himself... Do you get what I'm, do you get yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I know what you Like, mean. I understand it's, if he's offside, he's offside, right? Black and white, call it. Yep. But I'm saying in terms of you saying he's offside, that should be a penalty. It's like, okay, I can understand the referee making an error there because he wasn't so obviously offside. And mm-hmm. I think when Appy actually puts boot to ball, he just has to have um, two feet or two feet behind the ball. I think where the ball is, he's actually on. Yeah, I thought he was on Like, side. just, just on. It's almost on. line. Like, I think it's almost line. It's just a perfectly timed play, in yeah. my opinion. If you want to call it offside, I'm happy for you to call it offside. Me, personally, I think it was okay. Just yep. okay. Mm-hmm. Half a second more, he would have been blatantly offside. Yep. But I remember last year, Peter Hiku. Was it last year or the year before? Uh, it was definitely... When did Peter Hiku go to the Cowboys? Last year? Whoa. Oh no 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 no! Hang on. hang on, hang on, hang on. It wasn't Peter Hickey. It was Justin O'Neill. It was Justin O'Neill against the Raiders in 2021. Was it about six meters offside from a grubber kick, and it was blown as a try? Went up to the bunker. Nothing got called. People remember this. It was the Cowboys stunk. Why are we going back? Because I'm saying like there has been much worse offside calls let go than that. Oh yeah. So Ilias. Yeah. This round. So, so I'm going to give them the contentious one. I'm going to okay. allow it. But then we get to the final play of the game where Jack Wine quite clearly forearm stuff a tire across the face. Right? Pretty obviously. Now, yeah. you could say, okay, if Tyler was falling, that's okay. But what, but, what about... But he wasn't. What about um, Rapida's one as well? Which After, one? I think he folded Bateman, who was already getting tackled or something. Was it Bateman? Oh, like a third man in kind of one. So Bateman, f- Bateman was all, like getting tackled. They were like they hadn't got him contained yet, but they were like around yeah. his legs and wrapping it came in over the top. Oh, the rip shot! The rip shot! Yeah, that and was a penalty. He, he he did the elbow to the face as well while he was on the ground. Fisher Harris got blown for got penalised for that early this year because he the same hit, thing. Rapping does it all the time. Yeah, but so Fisher Harris got penalised. It may have been against Parra or Brisbane. It was one of them too. The bloke's ribs were exposed. Fisher Harris jams and just whacks the bloke's ribs, right? Mm-hmm. It was a penalty, and he got poor report. And then Rapper's all good, and then Elbows gives him, like, you know, the extras yeah. after. No no problem. This is what I'm saying, bro. Like, I don't understand. This is how Canberra is in the eight. This is how Canberra is in the eight. There's been two... We've been robbed against Canberra twice this year. Yeah. Like, like ridiculously. Brooks got pushed out of a try against Canberra earlier in the year, mm-hmm. and... I don't care what Brandy Alexander says or anyone says. Isaiah Papali'i slid about five meters to accidentally hit Fogarty's legs. He can't really go anywhere. That's play on. That's not a penalty. Yep. Okay. And then this this happens on the weekend. But, so they get the penalty in the, in the last play of the game. Last five seconds, they get a penalty for a high shot in Toa, right? Jack White says to the referee that he's trying hard to give the Tigers the game. Why isn't that a sin bin? Did did Reese Walsh go for what he said to the ref? Yes, and got three or four weeks and got a three week suspension. Yeah, he swore, but like in Jack Wine just accused a referee of cheating, saying you're trying to give this to him. That's cheating. That's that's questioning their integrity. Yep. 
That's the Sinbin. That is literally descent Sinbin. But I'm not going to say like, oh, okay, if the Tigers did that, it would have been Sinbin. Because Dane Laurie, he gave it to one of the touchies. Yep. He could have almost been Sinbin as well. But I just think, I'm just taking all the teams aside, there's a huge issue going in the finals with these referees. There's a huge issue. Yep. And just the inconsistency of every call. Um, I go back to last year with the soft whistle. The soft whistle, you know? That's existed forever. That happened in one game. That happened in one game. I never never came back. And in that press conference, right, I'd like to highlight what, what Mr. Annesley said. So, Michael Chambers, I believe, said to Graham Annesley, how come all the fans feel as though the top teams get the rub of the green in the bottom teams? Now, Graham's a smart man, right? You think you go, oh... It's not like that, right? There's no rub of the green or anything. It's simply just the way the game's adjudicated. We get some right, we get some wrong. You know, if a team wins a game, okay, the fans are going to get a bit triggered, right? This man said, oh, it's because they play better footy. They're a better team, so they're going to get more calls. I understand what you're trying to say, Graham, by trying to say, like, they're playing better, the other team's getting tired, they're giving away penalties... But that is not how you want to word it. Agreed. By saying they are a better team, so they get more calls. That's yeah. There's that. That was the red flag for me, where I went. There is actually a real issue with these referees. There is. And I don't think it starts from the actual on-field ref, because people are going to go, okay, yeah, get rid of the bunker, bring back the second ref. It starts with those men, that that those blokes with the flags. See, because I, they have a huge role in offside, knock-ons, forward passes, all these things that don't go call, uh, don't get called. Forward passes specifically. That is what they're there for. That is why they're still employed. And they don't make any right. calls apart from the wrong ones. And then they... Let me just make this point and then you can yeah. go. <laughs> it's going to make me laugh. The, the set after Chris scored his try... Zach Wolford throws a perfectly lined ball at a dummy half and it gets called forward. Yeah. Just for a square up. It was just a square up. It was like, oh, we missed that one, so I'll give you that one. But it wasn't even forward. Like, stop trying to square the call up because you got it wrong. And that's, that's another point I was going to make is half the time when the touchies call forward is not forward. I know. Like, they miss so many obvious forward passes. We can, we can then, take it back every week and find a forward pass yeah. that has led to a try. Or in the but lead up to a try. I guarantee if you find every pass that they've called forward, more of them would have been actually been flat or flat. Yeah. It's where the touch is standing. That one Toby Sexton through to Blake Wilson was literally about five metres forward. Uncalled. Then we've got flat passes being called forward. Like Nico Hines had three called against him. None of them were forward. One one actually was. I think you're talking about when he was blown up at the rest yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. But come on, like that that one he threw to Katoa, I yeah, think it was. Fine. That was that was a beautiful pass. But this is what the NRL's removing from the game. These cutout balls that they're gonna look forward, but they're not. They're not. I'll they're tell you really not. I'll tell you how I so that that's how you'd fix it, start with the touchies. Um well you need to start with someone. And for me, yeah. Probably well, I wouldn't So what I wouldn't, would you do with them? 
Well, that's that was going to be what I say. Like, what do you do with them? Because they're not going to rule on four passes. He's so I, I think. I'll tell you, but I'll you tell have you what to. Do. But you've got to keep the touches right. But you give them. Please monitor the passes and the passes only. We'll bring back the second ref to rule the rest of it. Just please. Tell me the opposite. I'll tell you what I'd do. All, All right. right. I'm ready. Starting at the bunker. Well, I'll I'll, I'll just change change the whole refereeing system completely. Starting with the bunker, you got to d- go with what Union does, and you got to have communication between the bunker and the ref. Yep. I While agree. they're making the decision, they're talking, right? Even the Super League does that. Yeah. Even the Super League does it because there are some things that like you 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 just have to have a video ref system, and whether you think the bunker gets a lot of calls wrong, which they do. They get. They also get a lot of calls right. The amount of times you send it upstairs, it's an obvious call. Yep, cool. An obvious overturn. Like you just have to have yeah. it, otherwise the game. Yeah, you'll get more calls wrong, right? They've got to communicate, and th- they've got to end up getting the right call. Yeah. I will take on-field on referees. I'll take. Uh, th- there's obviously going to be wrong calls as you go on, so like you can't completely eliminate that. But I would bring back two referees because if you're thinking about it, with the two referees, I would give the second referee the job of... It's just it's just better coverage. You, you can see more. And if the second referee is behind the play, they can rule on the forward passes. Because... You've got touchies right now, ruling on forward passes, getting it wrong 99% of the time. Just have the second ref there doing it. They've, they've got a better angle, a good angle of it as well. It's not like the referee who's standing in the defensive line has to call it every time if the touchies aren't. You've got a guy that's behind the play that can clearly tell if it's forward or not. And the touchies, by the way, aren't on the field. If a forward pass comes from the middle of the field, the touches are about 30 metres away from it. It's it th- Their perspective is going to be a lot more skewed than, say, a second referee who's behind behind the play. That, that could literally be in plain sight 10 metres away from the play. And then what I think the touches do really well is calling off sides, which I think they do pretty good usually um obviously a lot of the time um the video ref picks up on it later and i think that should be uh the bunker's job to pick up on offsides that the touchies miss because the touchies aren't gonna get it right 100 percent of the time in the heat of the moment but the thing the touchies do best is calling when things go out well i've seen plays where the touchies put their flag up and you go what and then you'll see that, like, a stud on his boot touched the white line, or the corner of the ball touched the white line. So, and they call it. They get that right. And I think the touchies deserve a rap for that because they get it right 99.9% of the time. And it's hard to tell. Even tries in the corner, they'll be like, no, I don't think he got it down, or yes, he got it down. And when there's two or three guys trying to push him out, one of them's diving and there's like inches in it, they get the call right 99% of the time. So I think you need to leave touchies to calling offsides and to calling when the ball goes out 
whether it's a 40-20, whether he did score in the corner, whether he didn't score in the corner, so the ref can get the soft call right. Then you have one referee behind play, one referee in front of the play. Obviously, when the new team attacks, one referee is the defensive line, the other referee is behind the play. They call on forward passes because they're closer than the touch judges are most of the time to the pass, which the touch has been getting wrong the whole time. Takes pressure off the main ref because they can share the load. If something's missed by the main ref, the second ref can pick it up. And if two refs miss it, then, like, it was something very minor. So, that's how I do it. I have one communication between um, the bunker and referee when they're looking at a try. Keep touchies, just calling when things go out, like the little millimeter plays. Um, Have a second ref. They can just pick up stuff that the main ref can't and call on four passes. Yeah. Uh... Two refs, I mean, um, maybe I'm just having PTSD from that 2019 grand final, but I just, I think you really have to outline what they control. One controls the ruck. Yeah, 100%. One controls the defensive line, the other controls the attack. Like, yeah. I think that's the only way you can do it. I'd, like, so I would have one ref say, okay, say Roosters are going one way, Manly's going the other. Yep. Whoever's, one of them's into the defensive line when the Roosters are attacking. One of them is the Roosters the ref, one, one of them is the Manly ref. The next one they just switch. The other ref is in the defensive line, and the other one's behind play. That's what I'm saying. One of the one of the refs... And would... I think forward passes should be called by the one that's behind play. Because they're very... They're really? Closer. Yeah. Got yeah, a but they can't it, determine and... if it's forward. Why? They're behind play. Like, it's not going to look forward. You can still see if a pass goes forward. I don't know. I would leave that to... I think you got to leave it to the touchies, but they just got to be... Better. Half, the, half the time, if it's in the middle of the field, the touch is like 40 metres away Yeah. from the actual pass. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be able to tell. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. There's a touch you can follow it around. Mm. I still think you'd know if a pass goes forward mm. from the line. Yeah, you sh- you're right. But for me, with two refs, I'll just have one ref for team one and one ref for team two. And it's just like, that way you can... Yeah, so when that one way you team's can... attacking... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so that, But that way you can physically tell if there's bias as well. You can, like, you can actually tell. Yeah. The only the only thing that you'd have to make like there can't be any miscommunications. That's to be yeah. all right. Whoever's in the defensive line this set makes this call, this call, this call, right. and then this guy makes this call, this call, and this call. Yeah, I'm and happy. It, with it'll that. all have to be based on who would have the better angle or what. Yeah, no, I'm happy because you can't that. have one touchy calling a penalty and the other one saying, "Oh, not touchy ref." Yeah, and then the other ref saying, "No, it's not." No, nah, yeah, yeah, exactly. They just have to be in communicate in agreement. Yep. Alright, let's jump off that. Let's just dive into team list now, mate. Yeah? You don't want to talk about Payne? Oh, I think Payne's had enough media attention, to be honest. Yeah. He's going to reject that extension. Will Kevin Walters seems to think it'll be done by finals, so if it is, good luck to mate, him. If it's not... I, if I'm paying be... us, I'm accepting that. 1.1 million would make think... him arguably, what, the highest paid front row of all time? But I don't think anyone realises like he's actually not going to leave. I don't think you'll leave. No, no neither do I. Alright, let's jump into Teamless. I'll let you go through your Melee Seagulls. Alright, jumping in to the first game of the round at Brookvale Oval. Four pines. Four pens. Brookvale Oval. <laughs> now, Manly fans 
are not hyped for this game. I was reading the comments on the yeah. preview that our our um admin posted on our Instagram. Mm. And the top comment was if I wanted to pay money to be disappointed, I'd get married again. Right. So that's where Manly fans are sitting on this game, by the way. And that reflects in our nine dollars thirty on sports bet. Yeah, that's a nuts price. Alright, so um Unchanged back seven. Sean Kepi starts at prop. Obviously, Matt Lodge has done his ACL. Which so, sucks because he's playing well. I know. Um, Paseca's out for the year as well. Aloe's out for the year. So, down on a lot of middles for Manly. Ben Trebojevic gets the start. I love second it. Row. I love it. Love it. Kelma is on the bench, but I really don't think we had many other second rowers. We've completely flipped on Ben Turbo, too. I mean, I always said to you, I think second rower. Perfect. He's a left second He's rower. definitely not a center. He's not a center. But I love how he's been playing this week. This he runs year, such a good... And he's finally found his feet. And he's outside Schuster, and it's just working because they've had that link forever. Yeah. And I think Schuster's assisted like three of his four tries this year or whatever. Yeah. Well, they got a, they got a combination they've brought through the, all the ranks. The thing is that that's not going to go into next year, though, because Schuster's the second role. Yeah. With all the calls. And, and Burbs isn't going to be starting, is he? No. Burbs will be coming off the bench. I don't mind it, though. I don't mind it. Neither do I. I don't. I don't think it's a bad thing. No, I don't but, mind um, it. Uh, well, do you know what the thing I was thinking? The thing that will happen next year, right during Origin, is Brooks will shift to seven, Schuster will go to six, and I think Burbert comes in to start on the left. Likely, yeah. And I think I think that looks better than when you had Foz, Schuster, and someone. You know what I mean? I think that's a bit more reliable over that period where DC is actually yeah. out. I agree. I, I like it. I agree. I just... It'll be... Uh, my take is always Unless... Burbo starts the left centre. Why? Keep that combination out there. No, that won't. No chance. Our centres next year are Cole and Garrick. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Oh, if Turbo's back. Yeah. Turbo's supposed to be ready for finals, apparently. Yeah. Well, he'll be kicked up on his couch, mate, because after this week, I think he's <laughs> out. Yeah, I believe so too. Um, Kelma does drop to the bench, like I said. Uh, that's it for Manly, man. Penrith, 1-17. Obviously, Luai's free to play. Controversial to some. Not to me. Don't really think he did anything. Um, Tungo's still out, but he'll probably be fine. Uh, by finals time, I think they're probably also just giving him a bit of a stint. He's had a couple of niggling injuries this year, so they probably just want to get him sweet uh, as they go into some big games to, for the back end of this year. Yep. All right. Um, we I almost just, I forgot. I just want to say I'm really, really keen to see Brian Toto against Ray Vega. Yeah. They're basically, well, obviously, well, they're Toto pretty, they're is... pretty close in player, aren't they? ...is a world ahead of Ray Vega in terms of his NRL career, but... I reckon that could get a little bit, a little bit feisty. Mm. And hopefully at home, Ray, Ray Vega, like G's up. I don't care if we're getting smashed. <laughs> I want to see some Ray Vega. All right. Before we do go ahead, though, we got to go through our tips. We seem to forget every single week that we do these. Great. Are you ready? Yep. I think I think you are. I think you're ready to go. We both hit Roosters one. Uh, mainly one to twelve. Yep. L. We both hit Warriors. 13 plus. L. That's 1-1. No, one. you tipped them 1-12. to 12. Oh, I did? Yeah. So you're up 2-1. Penrith 13 plus. We both got. Yep. 
I tip Cowboys 1-12. to 12. I almost did it. And you tip Brisbane 13+, plus, so you get the two there. And to be fair to you, you did say on the pretense foul. that foul plays. Yeah, well, he didn't. I thought once Reynolds was there, I was like, ooh. Yeah, when I saw that, I considered changing the I might the be home. Point, but no. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we both had... So you're up 6-3. We both had Newcastle 13+, plus, so that's 7-4. Mm-hmm. We both tipped South, skew 13+, plus, move on to 12. Both got that wrong. You tip power one to twelve. I tip them thirteen plus. I tip them one to twelve. Yeah, you did. Hi. Well, that's how I got here. So okay. I'll go off that. You tip power one to twelve. Who, by the way, who's Arthur Miller Stefan? He just uh, came in. Yeah, he was pretty good too. Yeah. But apart from the fact he got absolutely torn to shreds by Ravalola, but I mean, I think anyone would. Um, and we both tip Tigers one to twelve, which we was completely robbed. Should have been right. So, you win. Great. 9-5. This week, um, uh, Penrith 13+. plus. Really? You're not yeah. going to go Manly, Manly 1-12? to 12? No, not at all. You sure? No. Nope. I've got to win this week. <laughs> Showing some good faith in your side there, champion. All right, let's move on to the Sharks versus the Gold Coast Titans. Um, the Sharks coming off a win last week, which will boost their confidence heavily. Uh, but Ronaldo Mulatalo is back um, after last week missing tell, the jaw injury. Tell you what, um, Harodi did a good, good job. He did a good job. He did a good job. But he's 18th man. Colhoun returns on the bench in place of Hazelton, who was knocked out due to the Burgess hit, which uh, my friend was never a Simbim, and we didn't speak about that. On our referees rant, can't believe you got three weeks. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. Oh, Burgess. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Burgess. I'm thinking, Fodawaka. I'm thinking too far ahead to my Titans. That Titans was horrendous. Uh, is out for suspension. So, uh, Tino coming back from suspension. Um, they just replace each other pretty much. AJ Brimson is rested with a rib injury. They're hoping that he'll be back for next round. Um, Isaac Liu is on the bench. Uh, Jamin Jolliffe starts. He's missed four games with a mm-hmm. broken hand. Uh, Cruz Leeming is now the uh, utility with Chris Randall starting because Sam Verrill's uh, out for the season with a shoulder injury. Oh, it's a little bit concerning because he had a shoulder injury. Oh no, yeah. a collarbone injury. Yeah, but it's all around the same. Yeah, it's the same parts. Yeah, that is a bit concerning. Um, uh, by the way, as well, Keanu Keeney, seventeen. Beautiful. So it's all two interchanges. I mean, two utilities. Yep. That's odd. He played well last week, though, Kenny. Wait, am I tripping balls? Oh, Brimson's injured, isn't he? Yep. <clears throat> Sorry. I'm a bit late. Um, I'm going Gold Coast 1-12. Ooh, okay. Uh, I think Sharks have picked up some momentum. Uh, I thought Tracy was good at fullback last week. I think Hines played brilliant. I made the decision last week. I mean, I know we haven't talked Supercoach in a while. I made the decision that Hines against South wasn't playing him. 100. Got 100. The one week... I had I SJ like, and Cleary, the so... The one week I was like, you know what? I've got all my CTWs, all hands on deck. They're all back, finally. Billy Smith? Nah, you're out. I've been playing you for like seven weeks. You get 30 every week. Goodbye. 100. 100. I'm like, look at that. Let's take a rollers are back. Jackson Ford, you're not playing this week. 100. 89. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Still very good. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Sharks, 1-12. to 1-12? to 12. Yep. All right. Oh, Gold Coast, I reckon, is the hot tip for this week. You reckon? Yeah, I, I, I think they'll get it done. Next, we move on they've to... Been, they've been underrated these last yeah, few weeks. I agree. I think they're building to something really good. I think Brimo being out there might struggle a little bit, but... He's playing set. is going to play him at centre next year, apparently. Good. Because Campbell is too good, bro. Yep. Campbell is too good. All right, moving on. <clears throat> Sorry, let me clear my throat. Broncos versus Parramatta at the Gabba. Um, the Broncos coming off a big win against the Cowboys. They are building very nicely in the finals. Uh, Adam Reynolds and Hetherington are back after missing last week. And Jordan Ricky is also back in the 17 after he was the replacement last week. Jesse Arthurs is out with a head knock. Uh, so, Dean Mariner, who has been quite good this year when he's come in, um, is on the wing. Willison and Jensen drop out to bring Ricky and Hetherington back in. Peter Kura drops to the bench. I like the fact he's still on the team, though. I was, I was getting a little bit worried for Jordan Ricky, to be honest. He's so good, eh? Pia Kura. I, I, did I message you? Yeah. Because I messaged a lot of the boys that I know watch footy, and I was like, Pia Kura will be a top five second row at some point. Oh, he's the best, bro. He's so good. And we didn't even have him in our 2025 predicted Broncos team. <laughs> hey, we. I didn't put that graphic oh, yeah. together. Yeah, all right. So that's bad. not me. My bad. But, I probably um, would have forgot about him anyway. Probably would have paled Sayerin, even though he's leaving. <laughs> all right. Uh, on to Parramatta. Bailey Simonson shifts to the wing for one Dejan Arcee to come mm. into the centres. Now, obviously, he's played quite a bit of centre in his career. Mm. So, I'm not too concerned about that. Bailey Simonson, obviously, has played a lot of wing in his career. So, that works out fine. Joe Offerhand-Gowie starts. Now, did that happen last week? I have a feeling it did. Um, yes. Yes, it did. All right. Um, Brennan Hands has been recalled on the bench. Uh, Makahesi Makatoa drops out. Andrew Davey. Uh, his name to start, Ryan Madison back on the bench. Beautiful. Just beautiful, mate. Agreed. All right. Um, Broncos 13 plus. So I'm in the same boat as you, mate. Cool. No matter Eels, I'm not good enough. No, they're not. This is the type of game they win, though. Type of game they win. All right, moving on to the Rabbitohs versus the Dragons. <coughs> Pardon me. This one's being played at 3 p.m. at Cairns. For South Sydney, they made a few changes. Uh, Tom Burgess, obviously, is suspended. Uh, so, Shaq Mitchell comes in. I think he should have been in a long time ago anyway. He was in great form to start this year. Uh, Jai Arrow, Peter, uh, well, he was forced off the field in Perth, but has been named. Host comes back into the back row. Cheekham drops out. And Tane Milne comes back in over Tyrone Munro. Right, Munro had the unluckiest game I've ever seen. He made about seven errors, but like, like he looks good. He still yeah. looked good, but he is good. He was creating stuff. Um, first one was a bit unlucky. They were going off at Munro. Latrell passed about four meters behind him. Yeah, but Latrell, Latrell can't do anything yeah. wrong apart, apart right. unless you guscle. Onto the Dragons. Francis Molo is out with a Category One concussion, so his uh, brother Michael Molo starts. Ben Murdoch, Masilla. Is starting at lock. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Uh, Toby Couchman comes onto the bench. Uh, Moses Suli is back. He missed last game with a calf injury. Max Fine also in the centres. Uh, Lomax 
uh, has a shoulder injury. Uh, Jack Bird also has a shoulder injury now. So mm. They are severely understaffed. No Bird, no Lomax, no DeBellum. Beautiful. And Ben Hunt's about to request another release. <laughs> Lovely. Isn't and Neville Sullivan. Yeah. So, so they've gone. We're confident Ben Hunt's going to stay. Sullivan's left. Mm-hmm. And then now yeah. they're like, Ben Hunt's about to request another release. Yeah. It's not looking good. Not looking good. Beautiful. South Stand Plus. Yep, I'm saying, I reckon this is where they get this season back on track. All right. <sighs> Moving on to the Mighty Tigers, who have taken their home game to Hamilton in New Zealand. What a nice gesture to repay the Warriors for all they did for us during COVID, man. I wish some more teams would do it, but we're obviously the only decent club uh, in this competition. We're uh, at the top of the people's stands, can, despite can, our place on the ladder. Let's just, I, I just want to ask you something. Yep. If New Zealand didn't let the Warriors play, Mm-hmm. I still think the comp goes on without him. Yeah, of course it would have. It would have. Yep. All right, for the Tigers, Buller at fullback, Knopf on the wing with Tupo who shifts back out there due to the injury of Charlie Staines. Poor bugger, can't catch a break. AJ Kepa R comes in to centre. I was begging for, for some Filetti, but obviously I can't get it. Filetti's going to play this week. That's what he's calling. I'm doubting it a lot. Uh, Dane Laurie's named at six despite getting his head taken off. Uh, I doubt he plays, so either Star shifts into the six and Folletti comes in. Maybe that's where you're onto it. What? Where's Wakem? He's not in the squad. Or Will Smith. Neither of them. So Wakeham's Dane Laurie's playing then. There's no, no way Stafford Toll is playing six. I'm sorry. Well, it could be Simkin at seven, uh, nine and Appy at seven. Oh, God. So, but anyway, anyway, I I continue. I would love for it to be Stafford and then we get a full Eddie debut. That's all I'm saying. Okay, yep. let me be hopeful. Uh, yeah, Dane Laurie possibly won't play. Stefano Utsukomanu comes back in after missing last week with an HIA. Pack looks heaps stronger with him there. 12 shifts back to the bench and Bloor comes back in after also missing last week with a head knock. Justin Matabua drops out, even though I was very impressed by his little stint. He's... Ball playing is just insane for someone of his size. Um, but yeah, we're hoping for a Filetti debut, and that's really what I'm riding this week. Yeah. Uh, for the Warriors, Taupiki in for Charles Nickel Clockstat, who is obviously missing this week. Yeah. I uh, hope he's all good. Is that it? That's it. They're, they're unchanged outside of that. Taupiki as well. No, he did well. Really good up and coming star coming through. Yeah. What are you tipping, Champion? Um, oh, I'm umming and ahhing about 13 plus or 1 to 12, but I'll go I'll go 13 plus. Yep. I'm going Tigers 1 to 12. They're going to win another one at some point. So why not make it this week? Yep. Why not spoil? Probably, probably against the Dolphins next week. I doubt it. Anyway, moving and, and on to the Dolphins. Uh, oh, are you kidding me? I'm going to miss this game. I'm going to be a. I don't just record it. No. I have KO. I don't need to record it. Right. <laughs> Sorry to flex on you there. Uh, moving on, 7.35, the Roosters versus the Dolphins. Uh, the Roosters obviously coming off a big win. Uh, but Dylan Napa comes in. Nathan Brown obviously suspended. And that is his first appearance since 2021 uh, in the NRL. 
13 games for Roosters in the Cup this year, he's been pretty good or decent enough to earn, obviously, a place back in the 17. That is the only change they make. CY1 keeps his spot. Thought he was awesome against Manly. Yep, thought he was good as well. Uh, for the Dolphins, I want to ask you a question before we get into this. Yep, Have no, they... no. Ask a question, but that's my answer. Uh, I think, what do you think my question's going to be? Just ask it. Just ask it. Y- your answer's, I think, correct. Yeah, what is it? Have they named the same pack once this year? No. <laughs> Consecutive games. <laughs> I don't think so. Wait, what? This is the same pack. It's always chopping and changing. Same pack and bench. Is it? Uh, well, let's go through it. Ray Stone returns from a broken hand. Um, Raymond, what a He is the bench utility with Anthony Milford, apparently. Um, Herman SASA drops out. Are we gonna? Him. Are we gonna ignore the fullback center? I was, I was getting to it. <sighs> I'm raging. Is it fullback with Amaso Tabuifido in the centres where he has not done a single thing? Nah, he's good in Origin though. All year outside of Origin, in Dol- for for the Dolphins, like that everything's just gone missing without him. Mm. Like anyway, Wayne Bennett has his has his reasons. Yep. Do you think? Mm-hmm. Bit of conspiracy here. Yep. This means Herbie's a long-term fullback. Ooh. Ooh, maybe. Are we thinking that this is a little bit of hammer, yes, center from now on? Maybe. I don't mind that theory at all. I'm buying, I'm putting my stock in that. You know what I would like to see, though, at least? I'd like to have Hammer and Asako be on the same side. Yeah. It'd be good to try it, at least. Yeah. Um... Outside of that, for the Dolphins, you and Aitken should be back next week. Which will mean what for this team? I don't know. I have no clue. Whether he goes into the second row. But the thing is, I reason. thought Nick Arima was literally good at centre. Didn't he play centre last week nah, or did they move him? They switched it. They switched it pre-game. So does you and Aitken come in for Tafaro then? Because, or does he come in for Nick Arima and Hamaso plays? Because <laughs> Probably Wayne, doesn't even come in. Wayne Bennett doesn't want to... Get rid of Nikorema. So Nikorema will probably go to six. Katara will be on the bench. Mm, yeah, probably. That's what they've been doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Ah, uh, Roosters. 13 plus. Yep. First time in history uh, this year I've said that. All right, next game Storm versus Raiders I Sunday. I said that in round one against the Dolphins. Oh, yeah, you did too. I think I said 50 plus. <laughs> Amy Park, Storm versus Raiders. Uh, young Tonema PR. What a game he had last week. He was. A huge standout. Um, after that big loss to Penrith, it was hard to see down that team, but he did really well. Uh, Hughes and Coates are back. Uh, Remus Smith is in the reserves. Uh, Bronson Garlic comes back onto the bench. He played really well for the Falcons the other day um, in place of Tyrant Wishart. Oh, no, not Tyrant. Nelson drops back to the bench. I think. Oh, he, thank God. Uh, with Tom Eisenhuth coming in thank to the second row. God, no, Kama Kamika is still starting. Row. Oh, at least he's at least Nelson's not playing second row. And Melbourne are offering Olam to rival clubs. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say that. That is nuts. He that he's just bro. Not that good anymore. Yeah, I know. But within like the span of ten months, it's happened. Yeah, it's nuts. I would take a Justin Olam, but I would, don't need him. Send him our way, please. 
Please, because a bloke can tackle. That's all we need. Just so- someone they can tackle. Send him our way. We'll take him. Uh, for the Canberra Raiders, the big news. Uh, Ethan Strange. Absolute star. In the, in the under-19s, it seems as though that he is 100% moving to, to the centres full-time. Yeah, I or agree. Or a six or a seven going forward. But uh, with Sanders coming over, potential long-term, Fogarty's still there. I don't think there's a spot for Strange yep. in the halves. Just yet. Unless he's going to bide his time for Fogarty. But I highly doubt that. I think he'd come in as a centre. Yep. Seb Chris, hamstring, will likely spend the remainder of the season on the sidelines. Yeah, so for him, played centre. Because he's been playing really well this year. He, he was he was very good in the centres, like we said. He would be mm. absolute beast. Uh, that is it for the Raiders. You know what it is for me? I want 13 plus. I need to see them get it back in blood for us from last week. Please, batter him. Especially Amy Park. But the Raiders have a tendency to win this game. Yeah. But a tendency, I should say. But... Ethan, I think Ethan Strange while playing on the left against Seve, against Hughes, potentially Nelson coming on and running at him. Oh, I don't like. I saw something. I, I don't know sure. how um how uh also incredible it is. Mm. But I saw something uh, saying that Manly was after Savage. Ooh, I like that. The pretense being Garrick switches to the centre, Savage plays wing. I love that. And then we then have a long term. Oh, Tigers, please. So oh, I would love that. Savage on the wing outside Cola. And then Saab. So, and then Saab and Garrick <laughs> on the other side. Turbo at the back. Brooks, who's one of the fastest halves in the corner. But the other reason we're looking at Savage as well is to play fullback if Turbo's ever out. I love that. That's such a good move. I would hope. I, I hope it's true, but I don't know how credible it is. It wasn't from. I need Savage. Telegraph or anything I need like that. Savage at my club. Please. Stains. So, even when he's played for Canberra this year, he's pretty good. Stains and Savage. I, I don't think he's got a future at Canberra either. Oh, so. Yeah, neither do I. Stains, Savage, Buller, Toa. Oh, that's such a quick back line. I'm going to take Melbourne 1 to 12. 1 to 12. I'm going 13 plus. I think there's going to be a lot of floggings this weekend. I think it'll be by eight, specifically. All right, champions. Uh, moving on to the last game of the round, the Knights taking on the Bulldogs. We know what happened last time the, this fixture occurred. Almost, almost going to put it out there and say it might happen again. Yeah. Uh, for the Knights, Bradman Best is out with uh, tightness in his adductor. Uh, so Anari Tuala comes in. Uh, Saifidi is also named despite being injured against the Dolphins. Daniel is in the reserves. Um, so he's coming back from a quad injury. So okay. the Knights are getting closer and closer back to full strength. Um, they, if they if they can... You know what? If they can make the eight and draw Canberra... <laughs> they'll beat them. I'm just telling you beat right now, clip this, huh. the Raiders will lose in week one of the finals no matter who you put against them. So let's look. Who could their potential opponents be? The Cowboys, the Eels, the Rabbitohs, or the Knights? Right now, it's South. The Bulldogs have a mathematical chance of making the eight. If they make the eight, they'll beat Canberra. No, I'm joking. But anyone who realistically is going to make the eight, I think will beat Canberra. So right now... I think Sharks Sharks definitely stay in now. 
Mm-hmm. Not just because yeah, oh, that was a they're big suddenly win. That back, was a big win, though. But even if they go back to the form they're in for the last three or four yeah, weeks. Yeah, they should pick up a couple of dubs to finish the year, too. Um, Manly, I figured out, needed to win four of their last five. So, unless they're beating Panthers and the Warriors, they're no shot. They're gone. South will win the majority of their games. I think it stays the... I think it stays the same. You reckon the Knights finish seventh? Bro, I'm no, just going to no, say... No, 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 the The eight teams. Oh, the, the teams that are in there. I think Parra's done. I think Paris finished. Their last couple games is it's this week. The last spot is Broncos, Penrith, Cowboys, Roosters. Are the last spot. That's good. I think Cowboys might be gone without Val. Okay, so let's look at this. The Cowboys have a bye this week, so it's a guaranteed mm-hmm. two points. The Knights yep. will probably win. Yeah, but they're one point ahead of them anyway, so they, yep. they'll so extend them out. They stay one point ahead. Yep. The Knights then have South, probably an L. The Cowboys Ooh, have the Sharks. Tough. Probably... <sighs> At, is it? at Townsville. Ooh. Let's just say, let's put it up in the air for now. I'm right. going to leave that. I'm going to go Cowboys. Cowboys about the Dolphins. Yeah. Knights have the Sharks that week. Yeah. And then the last week, Cowboys play Penrith, but... They may rest. I will say they've got the minor premiership on lock. I believe yeah. they'll yeah. rest. And Knights play the Dragons. Can you imagine? I think the Knights will make it. Can you imagine... It comes down to the last week. And Newcastle have the Dragons. Cowboys have Penrith. At, and Penrith, Penrith rest. rest players. How pissed off would you be as a Knights fan? They did it last year. They did it last year as well. Yeah, so but it didn't, it didn't mean anything for the eight. I know, but everyone's still got This could mean anything for the eight. All right, have you gone through... The whole, the whole team. Yes, the Knights I have. For the Bulldogs, Luke, enforcer Luke Thompson's finally back. He's named to come off the bench. Um, Better late than ever, champion. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's weird. I thought he'd honestly just sit the season out because I think he's out at the end of the yeah. year. Yeah. Um, I just saw an article saying he's going to re-sign. So okay. Kicks Harrison Edwards out of the side. Um, and that's it. That's it. I'm guessing you're 13-plus. plus. Knights, yeah. I'm going one to twelve. Ooh! I think the dogs have shown me a little, little bit of dog. So I want to point this out. Uh, in terms of the New South Wales Cup squad for for the Tigers, I want to point this out really quick. So we were discussing. Oh, can I? Yep. Can I say, Lasu Fano scored two tries. Yeah, I can't wait. Weekend. I'm so keen. Brilliant. All right. So <laughs> here we go. Here we go. The Tigers New South Wales Cup squad. I'm going to name it to you, and I want you to point out anything that you hear or see that surprises you. This okay? week? Yeah. Ogden fullback. Hopper Whitey, Scolari wings. Riley Talau centers. Smith, Wakeham halves. James Simpkins front row. Valavatu, nine. Mansfield, Boiling, Freeban. Bench, Ramanos, Sione Fainu, Tui Vati, Tui Vaiti, and... I'm really not. This is Kit Law. Lao Li I. Lao Li Li I. No. So you don't see anything here that that surprises you. Let me look. Let me look, I'm, see I, it visually. Uh, you probably won't see it visually because you don't follow them as. That, much can again. I just look at it visually? You can look at you can look at it. Sure thing. Hang on, let me follow. Because you ran through it pretty quick. Thank Take a look at sir. it. Uh, what what Hobbawati is it? No clue. Who is this? Um, Riley Tilly, Scholar, Smith, Wagon, 
In relevance to the first grade squad. Nope. No matter more. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, because he got dropped this week. And Riley, Riley, who's potentially the other 5'8 option, is there. So, that leads me to believe if a certain Dane Laurie is dropped, there's only two options now. And it's either Stafford goes to 6 and Folletti comes in, or Appy goes to the halves, Simkin goes to 9, Matamua comes to the bench. Is Matamua carrying any type of injury? No. He played last week. He was fine. Is he playing flag? No, he wouldn't be playing flag. He plays cup every week. Let you me know, check the flag you know, team. Gordon Chankumtong, the guy that I've been talking up for ages mm-hmm. as our fourteen, is playing flag now. Yeah, well, he's named in you know, twenty-two this week. But Folletti's named in flag. It'd be very interesting to see what happens there because I don't think uh, I'm low-key not really understanding some of this. Like some of the better players are playing flag. Some of because the they're still eligible. It's like just. Get their runs in. Yeah, fair enough. We should have brought Latu over. I'm so I'm still triggered we didn't. Fair. All right. I think that'll do. I don't understand why you wouldn't. Yeah, neither do I. But, but Manly clearly don't want Talia. <laughs> I just don't want him. Just delay it until I get him. Bit dull. I don't understand. We don't want Latu either, apparently. Yeah. Oh, that's not. Yeah, it's still nuts. Oh, um, oh, yeah, or Samuel. <laughs> we don't want either of them. You don't want a future champion. I would have rathered if we're going to move Schuster to the second row. Did you listen to my rant about Schuster? No, I haven't had the chance. I'd rather just stick Latu in at six and give 600k to someone else. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't Maybe agree. like an actual prop. <laughs> you got Lodge. Yeah, he's actually been pretty good. Yeah. Well, too bad you're not going to see him until this time next year. Yep. All right, I think that'll do. That'll do. Alright. That'll do. We'll catch us during the week. Super pods. Sunday. Big pod. Whatever it's going to be. Enjoy the rest of your week. Stay blessed. Why do I sound so defeated? I'm just tired, actually. Alright. We'll catch us later. Stay blessed. Bye.